Hey everybody, this is Jeremy, and welcome back to the latest episode of the Memory Vox. Thank you, as always, for tuning in. Um, today's episode will be another kind of short, quick one. Uh, fun one for me that I've been looking forward to. Uh, before I get into that, I just want to say thank you for everybody for reaching out and giving me some positive feedback on the last episode. If you have not had a chance to uh, listen to that one, uh, please feel free to check back on that one. We discussed the new AJR album, as well as some other musical news, and a little bit on a song by an artist called NF. So uh, I encourage you guys, as always, to uh, listen back if you haven't had a chance. Also, just a friendly reminder that uh, if you do want to give me some show notes or some ideas or just kind of give me any information at all and talk to me a little bit, um, in the show notes of the podcast, wherever you may listen, there's always a link to leave me a voice message. Um, and uh, any and all voice messages that I may get uh, could be used on future episodes. So I encourage everybody to uh, utilize that at some point. I look forward to it. So today's episode, um, I'm going to need you guys to bear with me a little bit to see where I'm kind of going with this, but today we're going to be talking about um, Superman. And I know, being that this is a musical podcast, some of you might be wondering, you know, how am I and why am I going to be talking about Superman? But, um, you know, I'm always fascinated with lyrics and writing and symbolism in songs. And Superman has been one that has been come up in several different songs, which we'll discuss here in a minute, um, and used in several different ways, which I will also point out. Um, and it kind of fascinated me as to how often um, and uh, maybe why or what, I guess more importantly, how different artists used Superman, a fictional comic book character, to bring their point across or as I like to say, paint a picture. I wanted to try to maybe paint a picture of of the significance of what I'm talking about a little bit, I guess, if you will. Um, upon doing some research, I was looking into it, and I was thinking to myself, what word gets used the most lyrically? Um, and of course, the, the one particular word, or in this case, um, person or letter or however you want to look at it is the word I. I am, I I feel, all of that. Um, so I wanted to eliminate some of those and I was looking more on a symbolic level and the next one that obviously gets used the most lyrically is the word love. <clears throat> you can probably, or not probably, Upon research, I was figured out that over 485,000 song lyrics mention the word love in it. And that kind of makes sense when you're really thinking about it because, you know, whether, you know, you're bad at love like Halsey or whether you're, you know, all out of love like Air Supply or if like Johnny Green from the old country days, you're just looking for love in all the wrong places, um, matters of the heart you know, are what basically drives music and it drives um, the record industry and it drives artists and it drives us a lot of times 
to listen to certain artists um, in every genre, basically. So taking that aside and, and putting that into perspective, um, I started to kind of do some research on other things that get used symbolically. And believe it or not, besides love and feel, one of the next highest rated ones was Superman. And using him as a symbol in so many different ways um, in the music genre um, kind of fascinated me because, as we're going to find out, they're not necessarily talking about him in the comic book sense, but using him as a symbol to express what it is they're trying to to uh, convey to you in the music. So, and this started as early as in 1969 uh, was one of the first times that you know Superman had been used symbolically in a song. Um, Upon my research, I kind of figured out that there are over 2,600 different lyrics that utilize the word Superman. Um, one artist, believe it or not, um, has the name Superman as a, their artist name. Um, they're called the Superman Lovers. I know nothing about them. I, it just came up in my research. And there are at least 40 album titles that involve the, the word Superman in them. So as you can see... Um, many people using it to their advantage um, and trying to portray something just by the the mere use of of the symbol of Superman or what is Superman. And what fascinated me was how each particular song, and I'm gonna, I just chose three random ones, three that I really enjoy a lot, um, and I'm sure there's several more that can really hammer this point across was how differently each one uses Superman as a symbol to express their lyrics. So let's start with one. It's out of the rock genre. It's by a band called Our Lady Peace, and it's called Superman is Dead. Now, the song itself, again, not particularly about the, uh, about the superhero, but what it is about is um, they're using Superman as a symbol um, because the song is talking about um, the effects. That, keep in mind this was done a while back, but the effects that TV has on children's brains and um, Superman being something that was on television for many years, you know. But us as a, a society and being controlled by everything we see on TV. And that was kind of where they were going with that. So they were using him more as the symbol of something that we've all seen and watched and, and millions of us have tuned into at some point in time. But more importantly, trying to point out that we are, you know, trying to hold ourselves to a standard that is unrealistic, the things that we see on TV. I mean, even as early as a couple of years ago, the lead singer um, of Our Lady Peace had mentioned that, you know, 20 years later after the song has been released, that it still poses relevant now, only instead of TV that's affecting our our brains, it's, it's social media. So, you know, a little food for thought there. So, so, so that's one way. 
So the other song, another kind of rock genre one, and again, I just picked three of my favorites. So, I mean, if you have some, or if you, again, want to hit me up and tell me some of your favorites that kind of pop into your head as you're listening to this, I'd love to hear them. But the next one I went with was uh, the singer Daughtry. Daughtry, as you know, um, American Idolist, um, and uh, had some success a while back. And one of his very first songs that he had written, excuse me, wrote, was the song uh, Waiting for Superman. And in this particular one, Daughtry is using, again, um, the Superman as the savior. And the song itself is entailing how a woman is basically living her life and waiting for that, you know, Superman in this case or that you know superhuman man to come and rescue her and save her from her what she feels is a very sad and mundane life and you know to her or at least how the song is portraying it to her she needs you know that very popular guy the guy who is you know you know the man of steel to come and rescue her and, and that's going to be her only salvation so and in in and in, in doing some research you know Daughtry himself had pointed out the irony in that is how most of us are kind of sitting there waiting for something special to come our way especially when it comes to you know relationships and significant others and we're waiting for this perfect person and meanwhile you know maybe that perfect person doesn't exist. And, and you know what strikes me as funny with this particular song is, uh, again, you know, this this woman, you know, is clearly looking for love. Um, she's not finding it. And in her head, she envisions this perfect man, which is Superman. But the song also points out some funny, you know, exchanges in the fact of, one of the lyrics is that, you know, he's currently at the laundromat washing his cape. So Daughtry, in using Superman as a, a symbol, is also pointing out that this woman is looking for just a specific, uh, or not specific, is looking for a typical typical guy who's just not there. But, but she, in her mind, thinks that this is going to be her Prince Charming, her savior, her the one that gets her out of the rut that she's currently in. So so now we move on to using Superman in more of a third-person or self-describing way. And the song that kind of jumped out to me in this particular aspect, and it's uh, one of my favorites. It's by a band called Laszlo Bane, um, and it's called uh, I'm No Superman. And most people would probably know it as the Scrubs theme. Um, but it started as a song by this band many years before that, before Zach Braff and and um, uh, Bill Lawrence found it and decided to use it as a um, opening credits for the TV show Scrubs. So here we're using it again in more of a a first person or excuse me third person type form where we're talking about ourselves. And in the song, uh, you know, it basically breaks down a typical. Uh, we'll just say husband because that's kind of how the song makes you think about it a married man um working 
lots of hours, doesn't see his wife, has a lot of things on his plate, and essentially is using Superman as the catalyst of, you know what, I'm not a superhero and I can't do it all and I need help. As I'm sure most of us have, you know, felt at one point in time or another. So so that's just a few different uh, versions and a few different songs that I wanted to highlight. I mean, as I said early on, you know, several different artists and genres have utilized it in their time. Uh, in the rap game, you have Eminem using it, um, and he's utilizing Superman as uh, for himself, uh, talking to somebody about being their savior and and saving them from whatever is troubling them. And you have Taylor Swift um, in the pop and, and country type setting where she's talking about, um, you know, Superman being her boyfriend and, and understanding how, you know, he needs to go save the world and she's going to be there when he gets back. So, so many different aspects and so many different ways that a comic book uh, created in the early 1900s uh, has, you know, made money for current artists and and um, and and music. So, so why, you know, if at all, if you're tuning into this, should you give a shit about this? You probably don't. And that's okay because I do, and and I think part of the, and I hope part of the reason you guys tune into my podcast is to hear some of my weird and crazy antics and different takes on music. And I hope that maybe even after you know listening to some of my podcasts, that you're hearing and listening to music in a different way. Um, I will always preach to, you know read the lyrics or look at the liner notes and see who who's writing it and and check out the writing styles and see what else they've written on before and how different um they can expand their um how they can expand their different um genres of music and their writing styles and stuff and and turning it into songs um and you know again I don't, I don't take any money when I do this particular podcast. I do this for free, um, so I'm always willing to encourage listening to other people's podcasts. And I highly recommend if you're interested in in song uh, lyrics and the writing process, definitely check out um, "And the Writer Is" um, by Ross Golan. He is a music writer, and he gets to talk to a lot of different artists uh, who are behind. Um, many of today's top um, country and pop music. So check that out if you ever get a chance. Um, And, you know, even just for fun, if you just want to research certain uh, writers or anything, I highly recommend looking up Benny Blanco. Um, For those of you who are younger, you probably already know who he is. Some of the older people listening to this, um, look him up and look at what in a short amount of time he has been able to accomplish um, for his particular craft in writing and producing and even being a soloist himself. So so that should just about do it for this particular podcast. Uh, I'm going to keep working on some new material coming up. Um, I appreciate, as always, everybody uh, listening. Um, 
I always appreciate any feedback as always. And again, if you want to hit me up on the voice message side of things on Anchor, I would love to hear from you guys. And like I said, might be able to get that on a future podcast. So I guess until the next episode, I hope everybody has a great week and uh, peace out. Thanks.